Welcome, Mouse Lifers, to another episode of The Mouse Life. I'm John, your host for episode 67, and we have a pack show with news and rumors, and later on, Jeff will give us more details about his trip last weekend. But first, a word from our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email vacation with the magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. This week, I am joined by Jeff. Hello. Janice. Hi, everyone. Sam. Aloha. Jen K. Howdy, folks. Kathy is out this week. And over at the news desk, we have Shelby here with this week's news. Thanks, John. Uh, first up is now guests can use their dining plan credits when mobile ordering through the My Disney Experience app. Guests may mobile order for select quick service locations throughout the parks. Finally. Right? This will be nice. Although I'm told I'm not going to be able to test it out when I go. (laughs) I can't either because my husband doesn't eat cheese and stuff. So, like, everything has to be. Well, that's that's my issue, too. Yeah, he doesn't trust that. Yeah. Um, Well, my clients used it um, because I just had a, a client check out yesterday. And they tried it, and they said it worked fine. Good. Fabulous. They ordered, like, I think just, like, drinks or something, and just went in and picked them up. I'm just going to, you know, order a snack, you know, something quick and easy. I want to try it. Has it expanded to most of the restaurants at this point? Just just quick service, I believe. Not Yeah, but most of them? Yeah. If not all? Excellent. Um, here's a, here's a thing about quick service. I did not know. Be Our Guest has added cupcakes to their breakfast lineup. What? So oh, that's good. Strawberry wait, cupcakes. wait, why would you oh, want to have breakfast. a cupcake? Why would, why would you, you want a cupcake at? Why would you not? Why would you not? Why would you it's you not? Than breakfast, pastry, Danish, oh, muffin. Yeah. I'm all yeah, about a cupcake. Yeah, 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 Heck yeah. And it's cupcake, strawberry, so there's a fruit in there. Oh, yeah. I'm an eyeball. So I, I found out because my client man and her family, they I wasn't able to secure them a dinner or lunch reservation, so they said breakfast was fine just so they could see the inside and experience it. And she sent me a Snapchat, and she was like, hey, cupcakes for breakfast. And I was like, cupcakes for breakfast. <laughs> Best thing ever. Spectacular news. So, And now you can get your cupcakes for breakfast pre-ordered. Well, breakfast is so much easier to get a reservation to. That's cool. So... I could just run in and get a cupcake whenever I want. What is breakfast considered? Is breakfast considered quick serve or? It's quick, quick. service, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of people will just go in and order a cup of coffee to get that early access to Fantasylands. You know, you don't have to order a full breakfast. You can yeah, order whatever you want. I have a feeling, want. though, that uh, this conversation will come up with the rumors, so. Oh, no. Oh, no. Right, right John? What? Is it what? a rumor? What's a rumor? About Be Our Guest? What about uh, it? Oh yes, that rumor. <laughs> I had a. I had so a, it might no longer be quick service after a certain period of time for breakfast and lunch. I don't know the full. 
I don't know the full, full details, but right. it, it, it's really not confirmed or or denied. Yeah. It's very little details. I, 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 I actually forgot about it, but thanks for reminding me. <laughs> that'll, that'll be added. Okay. <laughs> Uh, next news story is minivans are now available at Saratoga Springs and Caribbean Beach Resorts. Guests can use the Lyft app to order a ride from the minivan service for a flat rate of $20. To activate the minivan service through the Lyft app, guests must visit the front desk of their resort. Minivans are also available at Animal Kingdom Lodge, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Old Key West, Polynesian, Wilderness Lodge, and Yacht Club. So where are they not available? <laughs> the Any Caribbean the Beach. Modest... Yeah, Caribbean Beach is the only non-deluxe. Right. Do you think that once the gondolas open up, like them, like they'll be available, like Pop too and stuff like that, like where the gondolas go? I would imagine. Yeah. Right. I used Lyft for the first time this weekend. I had never oh, Ubered or Lyfted or it. anything, and our, it was our first trip. My cousin and I, hers too, and it was the first driver we got. We were his third fares ever. Wow. I'd be he, nervous about that. Oh, he didn't know where to go. I had to navigate him there. His 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 navigation thing crapped out on him. He didn't know where to go. So it was great. We drove around in circles for a while, and then I got the Google Aww. Maps out and told him how to that get That would give we me going. nightmares. It was spectacular. I'm always amazed at how, like, pristine the cars are on the inside. Oh, this guy's was not pristine. Oh, really? Oh, no. no. Uh, no it was, See, I've only Ubered. So, oh, we yeah, had a ball. I've, yeah, mm-hmm. we've had See, that's, that's why I can't drive for Uber, because everybody's like, oh, you have three days off a week. You should Uber, like, drive for Uber, Sam. No, my car is, like, it's scary. So what's the difference between Lyft and Uber? There is none. Different companies. Just Just different different companies. Yeah, Yeah, it works the same way. And I don't think that Lyft has surge pricing, but Uber does. And Uber has different levels. I I don't think Lyft Mm -hmm. does either. Uber has different levels. Like there's Uber Black and Uber XL. And Uber Family. You can pick a larger car. So it's the same thing with Lyft. You can pick a larger car if you want. So I guess it's the same thing. And. Then I guess the only difference is Uber, you can pick a luxury car, depending on yeah. your location. I don't know if, if all cities offer that. But. Our return ride, the driver was better, but she made us feel old because we admired her Radar O'Reilly hat, and she didn't know what we were talking about. <gasps> oh, I don't even know I'm what not, you're talking about. Me, I'm not to be crazy, yeah. Jeff, but my 7-year-old and my 10-year-old know who he is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. they've okay, seen Mash. Well. So, yeah. Anybody want to explain who he is? <laughs> it's Mash. You need to watch Mash. Oh, Mash. Okay. And now yeah. I know who Ma- what Mash is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm the parent that makes, I try to like, you know, you have to have appreciation, I believe. Music and TV and movies. You need to know the old stuff you as well as the new stuff. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The next news story is <laughs> until so February 10th. That's all right. Guests may meet Captain Hook and Mr. Smee to celebrate the 65th anniversary of the animated movie Peter Pan. Captain Hook and Mr. Smee will be available from 9 a.m. to 6.15 p.m. in Fantasyland. That's awesome. And that I would awesome. love to meet Mr. Smee. Yeah. He's the coolest. And then so excited about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the magic I've shot. I've considered flying down spirit and going for one day just to get my picture done with a, like I'm insane. With a Peter Pan shadow. Uh-huh. The Peter Pan shadow is so brilliant. The last yep. time I met them was we met them on our honeymoon, but they were in Adventureland outside of pirates. 
Mr. Schmidt. I was like, I have it. Yeah, Captain Hook yeah, and Mr. Schmidt. Yeah, I have. I, I know I have Mr. Schmidt's uh, uh, autograph from when I was younger. I do too. From it when seems I was a like kid. lately you have to do the cruise, the pirates. Cruise right, the pirates and pals cruise. Wasn't there a character meal a long time ago, like when I was a kid? That was Peter Pan. Am I making that up? I don't remember it, but that we didn't do character meals at the time. Okay, when I was maybe kid, I made so. it up. I swear that Captain Hook was at a character meal. When I was a kid. But. I don't remember that. There used okay. to be when, the, when the Empress Lily was actually like called the Empress Lily, they used to have a character meal there. And they, Peter Pan and um, Captain Hook were you know, some of the characters that were on that. But that's would that, in the way would back machine. Okay. The way back machine. Sweetie. That was way, way back. back machine. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. On that one. Peabody and Sherman material. That's right. probably like early 80s. So, yeah, late seventies. I was not alive 80s. in the early eighties. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm actually pretty mad at myself because my parents and my sister and the kids got stuck in. Well, not that they got stuck in Disney for an extra day, because, geez, who doesn't want to get stuck in Disney for an extra day <laughs> because of the snow up here? I could have told my sister because they actually went to Magic Kingdom Day for for a few hours to do the magic shot, and I didn't remind them. Oh, so I'm Whoops. madness. Sadness. And then there's those awesome magic shots at Epcot too. Yeah, the rainbow, whatever the rainbow lights, and the. Have you guys seen those? No. No. Oh. no I don't think yeah, so. they've been a couple on Twitter. Like, there's a rain. Like, it looks like just like a background of rainbow. Like, you know where they did those light paintings a couple years ago on the Parks blog. Oh, it's like a light. Um, painting that's a rainbow <laughs> well if anybody knows what just happened touchdown. Touchdown. Um, and then there's one that's got like the Epcot logo that's all um, lit up behind they're really cool I'll have to search them out speaking of, of meet and greets my uh, youngest not my youngest nephew the the five year old Ben he, he was they met Buzz today and Buzz took my nephew's Buzz and Zerg toys and started playing with them. <laughs> Aww. Final news story is during the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, from March 16th to April 1st, will be Extravaganza Scavenger Hunt. Guests may purchase a map and stickers to track your Extravaganza Scavenger Hunt for $5.99 plus tax at Disney Trader, Penn Central, and World Traveler. Guests search for giant eggs who look like their favorite Disney characters, including Mickey, Minnie, Belle, Cinderella, Mike Wazowski, and Sully. And then you put a sticker where you found the egg, and then you return the map. You can return it to any of those three stores, and then they will give you a prize. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and it's reasonably cool. priced. Uh, what about it the new? Nice. I was going to say, do you have about the new scavenger hunt? No. Saw that one. Are we getting rid of Phineas and Ferb? It's called Spikes. Oh, that, All in yeah. Nation Exploration. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. Okay, yeah. And it's pretty much the same thing, except you're finding vegetables, fruits, trees, plants, flowers, and then you get a special prize at the end. Oh, that's cool. Yep. And that's available through the whole festival, whereas in... Oh, really? It, okay, good. I was just... Actually, it's funny. Maybe I didn't see it, because I was just asking. I was talking to my husband about it, and I was like... When did we do the Remy one? But we did the Remy one for food and wine, and the kids loved it. 
Yeah. I was like, ooh, I hope they release like a regular one. Oh, good. I'm glad. That would be nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's it for that one. And then we got to go to, I guess we're going to rumors. We're going to do rumors. We're going to go do rumors. There's lots of rumors this week, guys. Like, this is the most rumors I've ever seen and heard. But the first, we're going to go with the new name for <sighs> Hollywood Studio. Everybody's groaning. <laughs> Why is everybody groaning? Because I can't say it. Because it's awful. I can't say it. Cinemagine. 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 Okay. Well, cinnamon. 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 I'm going to cinnamon. We were last on. Apparently, Disney has decided on the new name for Disney's Hollywood Studios, and that is Disney Cinemagine Park. But why can't they just keep it? Yeah. Why can't it be Disney's? We sorry, only, like we only have to yes, put up with it for a year because it'll be Star Wars Land after that. <laughs> Everybody Star will refer Wars to land the uh, entire park. They will call that entire park Star Wars Land beginning in 2019. So Cinemagine isn't going to last long. But I mean, how? That's so all how are we supposed anybody to is going to call it. Like, what's the acronym? What are we gonna? Guess t-shirts uh, are going to be ugly. Yeah. Well, How are we going to DCP? <laughs> that sounds like something like DCP. Yeah. I like that. DCP. There's always something. There's always yeah, you know me. Disney's college program. <laughs> right. So I, understand, I understand that you Sorry. disagree with this decision, but I'll pass, I'll pass your opinion. <laughs> um, yeah. And, I don't it know. looks like it's going to be officially announced when they open Toy Story Land, which is also rumored to open Memorial Day weekend, which is what we've been assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But yeah, the park wouldn't mean. officially change names until 2019, the beginning of 2019, because they're going to release merchandise oh, geez. to get for fans to say goodbye to Hollywood. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it still has Hollywood. It's still going to have Hollywood Boulevard, so it's not like right. But we're getting rid of Hollywood altogether. It just so it doesn't yeah, make any sense. Buy up the stuff that says Toy Story Land Hollywood Studios now, because that's going to go. Yeah, and then right. I'll say Toy Story Land Cinemagine. And it was also rumored that they had actually originally had chosen Cinemagic Park, but didn't want guests to be confused with their main park in Magic Kingdom. So They're they already chose confused. Cinemagine. People think, people think Harry Potter's there. They're already confused. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I still think they should have went with Hollywood Adventure. That would have been much better. <laughs> I, I like Hollywood Adventure better. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Clearly, we don't get paid enough to make that decision. So none of this. Yeah. Clearly, neither do they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like over, I wonder over like Thanksgiving if like somebody said, "Oh, by the way, we picked a name for Hollywood Studios, guys. Are you ready?" And then they told him, and everyone was like, "Oh." At like, four thirty on Friday, or four thirty on yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> they were like, "No, we gotta go." Home. An avocado. <laughs> Thanks. Like that's what it reminds me of because everyone's like, "Oh." Oh, that's wonderful. Like, what? No. Yeah, you gotta wonder what they're thinking. <laughs> I I have no I idea. I bet they're trying to gauge, like, they probably slipped that out there to gauge audience. 
reaction to see if anybody actually liked it. And then maybe they'll change it. Fingers crossed. I mean, I'm going to call it Cinnamon Park, so... I'll call it MGM gonna, Studios. So I'm gonna call it Hollywood Studios. Oh. It's MGM Studios to me. So I, I never got yeah. over the Holly, I never got into the Hollywood Studios part. Yeah, you sound like but, my girlfriend. Yeah. The next rumor is: Do we have a possible possible opening date for the Tron Light Cycle Power Run coaster? Permits have been filed and show that work is expected to be done, barring delays, will be completed by August 16, 2021. Crap. That's a long time. Well, I mean. That's a a really long time. They built Disneyland in that amount of time. Yeah. I mean, they're actually breaking ground on it Tuesday. It's the 4th, right? Yes, it's yes. Oh, yes. So they will. Yes, yeah, so they will be breaking ground on the sixth. I mean, it will go faster than we think because I remember when us we were saying, "Oh, Toy Story Land," and you know, all the 2019. That's such a lot, you know. Now all of a sudden, we're talking about an opening date, so right. it's going to go by faster than we think. But right now, it seems like it's a long time. Yeah, we'll be distracted by the whole Star Wars land thing in the meantime. So there'll be a lot of stuff dropping, bam, 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 for a few years. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Yeah, it'll keep rolling. Yeah. So that's good. The next rumor is this one's a little sad because I was kind of looking forward to this, but it looks like the entertainment venue that was announced B twenty three Expo has either been delayed for a long period of time with no hope or has been actually canceled. You mean the theater? The theater on Main Street? The theater on Main Street. Street. Oh. Didn't they just come out with plans for that a few weeks ago? We were just looking at like the 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 permit for it a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago. Oh sadness. It's a little thing. I don't know what exactly happened, but rumor is that it has been Maybe they'll put it in Hollywood Studios. (laughs) I think the issue was something with, I guess, the traffic coming out of it would have been too heavy or something coming out on Main Street. And it was just in a bad space where it was being built. I have no idea. And that just occurred to them at the last second? (laughs) Beats me. (laughs) They were too busy coming up with the name for Hollywood Studios. Yeah. They got distracted. You got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> and then I also have some troubling news as well for the Epcot redo. Well, Future World to be exact. That looks to be delayed now until 2023. Crap. Instead of from 2000. So it's getting actually being pushed back for about three years because originally they wanted it done by 2020. That seemed awful. 2023. That seemed awful ambitious given everything they're doing. Mm -hmm. I think that's the issue. Yeah. Like I I was joking before about, I was joking before about it. You know, if you were an electrician or a plumber, you needed to be working in Orlando. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's something to that. There are only so many people around that can build stuff and you can't, you know, I mean, and this is a big project they're doing a lot of really big projects it takes a lot of manpower and there's only so many mans around to do it and that's the issue yeah that seems that that doesn't surprise me i think i think 
that is the issue. And maybe that's, I mean, they were supposed to break ground with, whatchamacallit, with with uh, the, the theater, but I guess they rethought that. Well, a lot of dominoes just gets longer. It'll be exciting things happening for more time instead of all at once. And we'll this get to savor not each a, new thing. This is actually not a rumor. This is actually news that came out on Friday with the incredible summer at yes. Disney World at all four parks. Um, at Magic Kingdom, there's going to be a incredible dance party that will include Edna Mode. That's cool. That's nice. That is cool. I know. I'm pretty excited about that. I want us to get Jiggy with Frozone. That'd be great. <laughs> he's Frozone. so good. Because he's the best. Oh, he is absolutely amazing. Um, there is also going to be an Epcot dance party starring Star-Lord and Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right, moms. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully that Star-Lord can dance. Right? Because <laughs> Chris, Chris Pratt can. He's got moves. Right. So. He's got moves. He's got skills. Mm-hmm. The moms will be lining up. <laughs> um, at Animal Kingdom, besides the explorers meet up a great bird adventure, which stars the senior wilderness explorer, Russell and Doug, there will also be a dino-tastic celebration in Dino Land starring Donald Duck. That's cool. That's More Donald is always good. Yeah. You can't have enough Donald, as far as I'm concerned. So that's good. And then over in Hollywood Studios, of course... Toy Story Land opening, but they didn't announce. They keep on teasing, but I don't know why. what they're waiting for. Everybody knows it's most likely going to be Memorial Day, so I don't know why they can't just get over with it and announce it. Unless something's holding them up that they don't think they're going to have it done in time, but we'll see. Or they want to make darn sure it really is going to be before they say so. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it'll be open up a little bit earlier. Like 10 days. (laughs) <laughs> just saying just throwing that number out there it could be soft openings it could be that's that's a reasonable amount of time it is yeah. that's, that's not un, that's not unreasonable to may 15th that's not bad be wait for a 15th is opening. tuesday 16th 17th 18th may 18th that would be nice <laughs> won't be um, there or anything. and then the final rumor shelby mentioned earlier is be our guest going to a signature restaurant now, if they do that, they need to up the ante with the food. Just saying. Because now I can tolerate it because it's one credit. But if you're going to make it two. But is yeah. this going to be an all-day thing? Or are they getting rid of the – they really didn't say that in what well, – I said, are they going to switch it from table service to signature and then signature dining at dinner? You know? So it'll be table service for breakfast and lunch. Cinderella's Royal Table is, is – Two credits, isn't it? Correct. And yes. the food there is nothing to write home about. Exactly. The only thing it has going for it is the fact that it's in the stinking castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it, yeah. I yeah. think the issue and and um, Jim Hill and Lynn Testo were talking about uh, be our guests, not on this episode that they were talking about the Hollywood Studios, but the episode previously, uh, which was just released like last week. The issue with be our guest is it's a seating issue. There's just not enough seats in the in the in the in the building, and they cut. Don't they cut? Our guest is huge. How is there not enough seating? Because yeah, it is because there's the three different dining rooms. It's massive. It's massive. I mean, it's bigger than any other sit-down restaurant, especially in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I don't know. That's what they were saying. I mean, I would be fine with it being a table service, all three meals. But if they're, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I, look, I don't even know if it's going to be a signature restaurant for all three meals. I would think that quick service, the quick service would stay. The only signature restaurant that's two credits for breakfast and lunch is Cinderella's Royal Table, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to have to... For breakfast, yeah. I mean, the only way that I would do a two-credit signature breakfast other than Cinderella's Royal Table is if they had Belle and Beast and they upped the ante on the food because then it it wouldn't be a value. I mean, just to go and eat there for breakfast wouldn't be worth two credits unless they're, I don't know. It's a bad idea. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they do table service, one credit, breakfast, lunch, and then two credits for dinner. I think because they're getting – is it so hard to get a reservation? They're not going to have issues. People are still going to be fighting each other to get these stinking reservations. It's the problem. That's, that's There's true. So many, yeah, they will. Like it's been – let's see. When that, that opened in what, 2012 or 2013? Not sure. I don't remember. Probably 2013. Wait. Uh, well, yeah. I, it, yeah, it, it, it was happened – I'm going to say it happened – after what? we were there in 13 but wasn't that the first part of new fantasy land to open though i mean out of all the everything wasn't that Shoot. at the front end of it i don't know i i guess this i open feel 2012. bad for people yeah i feel bad for people if it goes to this the signature and the and you know the table service because i do think you know people just want to go in i we've gone i don't know that we'll ever go again unless the food markedly improves it, to me it's just not worth it it literally, we're going, we're going for, do we have a breakfast there? I don't think we have a breakfast there. We usually do the breakfast because it's, just, because it's so far in. And then right. we're doing the dinner on our last day in May, mainly because we ran out of options in the Magic Kingdom. I'm not eating at Tony's. I'm not doing Crystal Palace for dinner. So we're already doing Skipper Canteen and Cinderella Royal Table for breakfast, not dinner. Because it's, like you said, it's crap. Like, ugh. Like, yeah. Breakfast is it's, breakfast. It's kind of hard to right. mess up breakfast, but yeah. Uh, right. So and we're you didn't want to do dinner. Liberty Tree? No. No, that's been iffy lately with us. Okay. Really? And, and not the plaza? Like, no. you would pick? Wow. Yeah, yeah. so we'd be our guest dinner. Yeah, we would do either of those two way before we would do. In yeah. fact, we'd probably do Tony's before we did be our yeah. guest. <laughs> I will always go get a cupcake. That's just a thing. <laughs> Breakfast cupcakes may tilt the... Breakfast cupcakes may... Uh... <laughs> Why not? Well, grab your breakfast cupcakes while it's still quick service, though. That's the moral of the story here. That's the question. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. That's, that's the, the moral mark. of the story. Is that our last rumor? That it was our last rumor. Perfect. I told you we had a lot of rumors today. We did have a lot of rumors. It was rumorific. Rumorific. <laughs> rumorific. Now that we're done with news and rumors... Jeff. Jeff is going to tell us about more about his trip, even more details from what our little mini-sode that we released last week about his trip to Fort Wilderness and Disney After Hours and the Star Wars VR experience. Jeff, take it away. Yeah, I, I don't want to t- recap a whole lot of what I said last week, but just in short, we took a weekend trip down to... Uh, Disney World. We left after work on Thursday and drove. Ha- we drive down. We drove halfway down Thursday night. We got to Fort Wilderness Friday morning about eleven and checked in. 
and we had Friday night tickets for the Disney After Hours, and we planned on spending Saturday at Disney Springs and Saturday night out there going to the Edison and everything, and then we were going to come home Sunday. And so just a just a short little trip. And as a side, it's funny because uh, people know on Twitter the peas and carrots. Do you guys know them? They do. Yeah, they vlog yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah. they live in Raleigh, and they went down the exact same weekend we did. They, but they flew out of Raleigh Friday after work and went to Epcot Arts Festival Saturday and flew home Sunday. And when they came back, uh, she was saying how she sort of regrets it and it may be the last short trip they took because they didn't feel like it was worth it. And it was funny because Lisa and I had exactly the opposite experience. It was really relaxing. We felt like we had a ton of time. So, and we live, even though they live a few hours north of us, they can drive there in the same amount of time we can because they're real close to 95 and we're not. So I guess it's the difference between taking a flight and taking a car, taking that extra time. We took a day off and they didn't too, but, uh, but we only took one day off. But it, anyway, it turned out to be a really relaxing trek, mostly because we stayed in Fort Wilderness. But like I said, we got there at about 11 and we were tent camping, which had me a little bit nervous because of how cold the weather had been in Florida lately. But uh, it turned out to be beautiful. It was 65 at night and 75 during the day. So it was perfect sleeping weather, and it was never hot during the day. It was comfortable. So we really lucked your, out that way. With your tent camp. So yep. what did you – so obviously you um, reserved it ahead of time. And yep. then what was there when you got there? Was there a pad? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, the thing. Like what was so when we got there, what we had was two tents. And the mm-hmm. only thing that was available was a full hookup site, which is meant for a larger camper. So they have a big concrete pad, and then there's always a sand area behind it. And I, when we checked in, I said, I told them what our situation was. I said, you know, we don't have a camper. We have two tents, and I just want to make sure there's an area big enough for them. Well, they've got a book that has the dimensions of every part of every site out there. So it'll tell them how much of this, how many square feet the pad is and how many square feet of sand they have. And they look through this book and they found us a site that would work for us. And it was perfect. We got there and we had more than enough room for both tents. And uh, we were backed up. We were in the 1900 loop, if anyone's familiar with Fort Wilderness, which is uh, it's and it's funny. It was the dog, the previous uh, dog friendly loop. So everybody had a dog. Right now, everything in Fort Wilderness is dog friendly. It's the one right. place apparently they can't guarantee you because the dogs are allowed in the cabins now. And okay. they can't guarantee you a cabin that's never had a dog in it. So hmm. you have to know that. That's if you rent a cabin, there may have been a dog in there before. But uh, yeah. uh, I was amazed at how many dogs were there. You could have sat at the front of our campsite and just pet dogs all day. Because it was Aww. a parade. It was like a dog parade walking around. Aww. And we, we, we rented a golf cart on Kathy's recommendation. And I'm really glad we did. It was $60 a day, so it's a little steep. But we'd only be in there like two days. So it wasn't you know an outrageous amount of money. And what, were you, and we what money it. you saved doing a campsite, it yeah. probably balanced. Exactly. You know? Because exactly. what, a campsite was probably like, like what, $49 a night? Mm-mm. No, it was 90 90? Okay. Yeah, yeah we, we used the cart a lot. When we got there Friday, we set our tents up, and uh, we took the walkway from Fort Wilderness over to the Wilderness Lodge and had lunch at Geyser Point, which was wonderful. It's a nice walk. Yeah, it's a nice walk. That was a great restaurant. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, that Geyser Point is really, really cool. It's all open yeah. air, 
I could sit there and watch out the thing, and the food was really good. We enjoyed that. But we took the boat back to Fort Wilderness and just drove the cart around. And we were looking at everybody's campsite because they all decorate them up different ways. And we were looking at everybody's camper and how they had their stuff. And we just wanted to see everything. And John liked driving the cart. So, But over the weekend, we drove through every loop they had out there. And I'll tell you what, we were glad at the end of the day that we rented a site meant for campers for two reasons. One, there's two dedicated tent loops where the sites are small pads and big, you know, sand areas. Mm-hmm. But the sites, because of that, are closer together. And it okay. was child palooza out there. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. bedlam. One of them was full of Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Oh, boy. And... But the other yeah. one, all of them, they were just bedlam. There was, like, people, it was, I was, I had just no way we could, you know, when John was five, would have been great. But now there's no way I could have, right. no. So I'll spend the extra money for the full hookup and bring my camp, my camp, my uh, tent there. Your tent. With every penny. <laughs> the other advantage of that is that everybody with a camper has a shower and all in their camper. So the comfort station showers are never in use by anybody. So there's never any sort of a weight or anything. If you want to go oh, nice. shower, because yeah, I didn't everybody has about one. that, but yeah. Yeah. And those things are unbelievably clean. I mean, you can eat off the floor in the, mm-hmm. that in was the one of my questions stations. for you was how clean was the, the comfort uh, stations or the bathhouses. Much cleaner than my bath. We went to, we went by the one by the Chippendale campfire and it was nice. Unbelievably yeah. nice. So yeah. are the showers we were... just like, do they have like a, like a pull curtain or is it like an actual like frosted door? There's like private. Well, there's a changing area and then a shower and there's a curtain for both of them. Okay. So it's not like an actual like shower door. Like we would have at home. It's still like a curtain, but yeah. But their individual stalls are well, not no, like. No, there's a door. It's a door like a bathroom stall. Okay. The outside door between that and your changing area is like a door like a bathroom stall. Yeah. Okay. That's. I'm like weird. I don't like. I'm not. I'm not shy, but at the same time, like with my family or like with Megan, when we take their kids to like the pool, we'll all just like change in one stall. But when it comes to like strangers, I'm like, that's just weird. Like I want like an actual door, not just a curtain. When I think bathhouse i think summer camp style where we had one big room oh yeah it wasn't like that and we That's had what john thought too john thought it was going to be that and he was kind of st- kind of kind of sketched out over the whole idea he's like i'm just not going to shower this weekend I was like, well you know wait till you get there you'll see it'll be okay and when he and lisa went uh we picked up the golf cart when we checked in and so I drove the car down there, and they drove the golf cart, and they, quote-unquote, got lost. So it took them a while to get to the campsite. They were driving around looking at everything, and they went in one of these comfort stations. And they were both all excited about how they weren't what they expected, and they were great. And Lisa's never been camping before. Give me this idea what Fort Wilderness did. Lisa had never been camping before, had no interest in ever going camping before. And we spent the whole day today looking at little campers because she wants to buy one. Oh, she's tucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, it's yeah. such a nice resort, though. It is. Like, it was, that one feels like home. It feels it, – well, why. and that was like, the other thing just... that struck me. That's where we went when I was a kid. And so that was our place when I was a kid growing up. We went to Disney World. We stayed at Fort Wilderness. We stayed in tents. We stayed in a pop-up. We borrowed a Winnebago. We stayed in the cabins once. But we've done every different way you can do it, but we always stayed at Fort Wilderness. And, but it had been since 1993 since I'd stayed there. 
It, we got there, and two minutes after being there, I felt like I was home. It felt exactly like it did when I was a kid. They've updated it, so everything is – nothing's dated, but everything yeah. is still the same, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's the oh, same yeah. place. It's, it was so amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was I, – When I went in October, I sat in a rocking chair outside the bar by Trails End mm-hmm. by myself for like 45 minutes and just watched the squirrels and listened to the music, and it's just so yeah. relaxing. And that's the thing. when, when we, So we went – we came back to the site and hung out for a little bit, and then went to Disney After Hours, which again that was spectacular. We uh, they let us. I think they, they must. We got there about twenty. They said they'll let you in at seven. We got there about twenty till, and they had key, a couple of the ticket aisles set up under a little tent with a big After Hours sign, and there was a dude out there just yelling, "Hey, if you're in After Hours, come over here," and you just scanned your Magic Band and. You went on through. So we got in at about quarter till seven, which left us time to do. We did the people mover and the teacups and then went to go watch the Happily Ever After show, which made me cry, I think, four different times. <laughs> yeah, I felt like Shelby. I was like, I was like, I'm doing Shelby proud tonight. You know, I looked at Lisa, Lisa, every time I saw quiet, I looked at Lisa and she was wiping her eyes too. So Aww. both of us forgot by the same things. But it's we I loved cried emotional. Oh, we loved I it. I saw it the first time with Megan in June. So of it's course emotional. she's in like it is. It is. I was crying. It's all the feel. It, um a lot of the songs I would sing to the kids and they were babies, like when oh, I'd rock them to sleep. So to me, it was like very emotional. And then, you know, she's emotional because she's never experienced oh, anything like this before in her whole life. And so she was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like just, you know, we're a bunch of sap. So it's fine. The, but when the balloons you. went mm-hmm. up the castle, I, I thought it was, yeah. Oh, one of the best parts of it was the guy behind us. They were a Hispanic family. And he was speaking Spanish to his little daughter, and she was really little. And he was telling her, you know, like you do with a toddler, you know, what was on the castle. Oh, look, it's brave, or blah, blah, blah. He was doing it in Spanish. But you could tell the things that he was fast. He was his favorite movies, because he would get really excited. Like, he almost lost it entirely when the uh, Hunchback and Notre Dame got up there. (laughs) <laughs> because he was so excited yeah. to see the hunchback, had never expected it. And uh, there was another one that oh, the, the car is racing across, got him. But he yeah, was having cool. as much fun as his little girl was, and it was I had almost as much fun listening to him behind me as I did watching the show. But we, it was fun after that was over, sort of fighting the crowd and being the salmon swimming upstream while everybody was leaving. We were going into Adventureland, and we did pirates. We were the only people. There was nobody on a boat we could see in front of us or behind us. Oh, nice. That That's fun. awesome. Yeah. Oh, we did a uh, jungle boat first and we were there on a full boat because it was a group of almost 20 people traveling around together. And so we ended up with them, which was fun because jungle books fun to do with a crowd. But, uh, so we did parts of the Caribbean and we did roller coasters and we hit everything we wanted to. We would have liked to have done Peter Pan, but they decided they wanted to do Winnie the Pooh instead. So we did that. Peter Pan had a line. Our night was sold out, so it was as crowded as one of these is going to be, but there were still a lot of times where you'd look up and down the walkways and there'd be nobody. The That's only cool. lines we waited on were maybe five minutes for Space Mountain and maybe, I probably wasn't even ten for Seven Dwarfs. 
And that was the last ride we did at the, to end the night. We did Seven Dwarfs Mine Train because there was a pretty, there was about a half hour wait the first time we walked by it. And so we figured we'd just come back and do it at the end. But it was, it was a really good experience. I'm not sure if it would be worth it if you were staying there for a week and you were in the Magic Kingdom, you know, once or twice anyway. Yeah. But since we did it just to do this, and this was, it was a great Magic Kingdom experience. So, Did you get any frozen treats? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got Mickey <laughs> bars and popcorn. and cool. That were the longest lines of the night. The longest lines <laughs> out there were at the snack carts. Uh, for real. The longest lines I saw were at the snack carts. You had to wait longer for popcorn than you did to get on Big Thunder Mountain. So I have a question about the tickets because it's interesting that you said you could get in starting at 7 because the event starts at 7, right? Uh, it starts when the park closes and the park closes at 8. Okay, so – but – it, that's interesting to me because, like, a party ticket, you can get in at 4. Yep. It's not like that. So you think you think that they'd let you in at 4. No. And then when it – Nope. Because that's just weird. Okay. Yeah, they don't do it for this one. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a difference. But uh, but we had a ball. We left. We hung out. I brought my camera with me, and I was trying to take night pictures of Disney World. So we were there for a little while after it closed. We finally got back to Fort Wilderness. Uh, we had the boats weren't running when we left. So we had to take a bus back to Wilderness Lodge and then a connector bus from Wilderness Lodge to Fort Wilderness. Oh, wow. And we were the only people on each of those buses. So it was like having like your little own personal Uber. And we didn't have to wait. I mean, they were right there. So, but, oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, good. so it was easy. We, were the only, and so we got on. They were like, hey. And the lady that took us from Wilderness Lodge to Fort Wilderness wanted to know what loop we were in. She was going to drive us right to our loop, but we had the golf cart at the marina, so, you know, uh, took us there instead. But, yeah, it was it was a good experience. Next day, we went to uh, Polynesia for breakfast because, if you don't know, you can get Tonga toast at Captain Cook's Quick Service. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, it was yeah. so good. So we did that. And then we went down to Disney Springs and had lunch there, did a little shopping and hung out. And then we went back to Fort Wilderness again. And uh, we just bummed around there, drove around on the golf cart. We went and saw the horse stables. And we went back, just went back to the campsite and just sat there and chatted for a while. It was Another thing that struck me was how many people back there never seemed to leave. Because every time we were back at our site at different hours of the day, there was the same people were there all the time. (laughs) So it turns out a lot of people snowbird at Fort Wilderness. Right. They yeah. just stay there for the winter. And they're not yeah. there for the parks. They just hang out there. Oh, yeah. There's a whole community. Yeah. yeah. Some of these people, when we were driving around looking, they must book their site a whole two years in advance because I, they had their I, site I, number carved into their wood site. Yeah, the same site every time. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes, yes. And there's a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, there's a whole, yeah. I've seen posts and blogs and the whole, yeah, yeah there's a whole chat group. A whole and, bunch of them doing Yeah. It. So I, I could be one of those people. Cause Living the dream. I know, I could just right? hang like, out at Fort Wilderness. I was just as happy hanging out at Fort Wilderness. But, uh, oh, I skipped right over to the Secrets of the Empire thing. We did that on Saturday afternoon. And uh, that was a great experience. You just walked in. And there's the one question I had was if it would be appropriate for a 10 year old. And there's a height limit and it's 44, 48 inches. I didn't, I forgot to look it up before we came, but it's something like that. And it's basically because when you go through this, you carry the computer power that runs this on your back. 
So the backpack is heavy. It's probably two or three Xboxes worth of computing back there. And so you, gotta, oh, wow. you have to that be big heavy. enough to carry that around. Yeah. And But it's got like a hip strap and all that. It's set up so it's okay. not like you're in trouble. I, I, I mean, it didn't. You didn't. You didn't feel bogged down by it, but you have to be big enough to carry that around. Okay. Uh, well. But as far as being able to do it at 10 years old, it's not a problem at all. Wouldn't be a problem at all. It's like, it's not a complicated thing or a hard story to understand. You know exactly what you're supposed to do, and there's no way to, quote, unquote, lose. Okay, good. That was my next question. You can't, you can't <laughs> lose. Start yelling at my children. No. You go through. Well, there is one part where you will put, shoot you may. Without giving a lot of spoilers, one of the uh, one of the most amazing parts of this thing is in the beginning, and I think they do this on purpose. The the uh, premise is that you're rebel spies disguised as storm. So when you Ooh. put the VR goggles on, you look at your hands and your arms, or the people with you. They have stormtrooper outfit on. Oh, that's cool! I couldn't that's stop cool. patting Lisa <gasps> on the head because she was a five foot tall stormtrooper, and it was the cutest thing I've seen in my life. So <laughs> it me. was just so that's yeah, it was so funny. But so the people you're with look like, and your hands look like they oh, have a stormtrooper cool. outfit on, and so they take you into a room, and the smart ass robot from the uh, the middle the middle movie, uh, Rogue One, Rogue One, yeah. That K two, really? yeah. he's the main, ca- oh, he's the main character. In it. He's oh, your guy. My son loves him. He's the guy through all this. So <laughs> he is spectacular because he talks, <laughs> he talks back to you the whole time. He oh, does. that's wonderful. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He totally gets on you the whole time. It's hilarious. <laughs> but you, uh, you go in. But one of the first things you do is a door opens. You go into one room and a door opens, and you're looking at the outside. And it takes place on Mustafar, the lava planet mm-hmm. from the thir- uh, episode three, I guess. So you're supposed to get on one of these little skiff things. It's basically a flying metal grate. And the grate looks like it's about, you know, 10 by 5. And there was three of us. <laughs> and he yells at you to get out the door. So, you know, you go out there onto this. But as soon as you step onto this thing, uh-huh. you feel the heat coming up from the bottom. <gasps> There's a breeze coming from the side. And it looks like you're moving. So – you know that you're probably in a room that's about 10 feet by 12 feet at the most. It's not a big room, but you you really feel like you're outside. And I couldn't have stepped off this skiff onto the lava if I wanted to. Knowing, even knowing that it's all floor and it's just a picture <laughs> in my goggles. Right. That stuck with me. And I asked the kid who sort of. I want to work there. Yeah. Well, like... The kid who worked there, I asked him about it. And I, t- I told him that. I said, I couldn't step off the thing. I said, there was no way I could make my brain do it. And he said, oh, believe me, I work here. I've worked here since it opened. I've been through it. I don't know how many times that every time I say today's going to be the day I step off the thing. And he's not been able to do it yet. You <laughs> oh can't my gosh. make your brain do it because it's so I would, real. I'd want to work there just to watch. I'm like, I'm sure they're watching you. Yes. Too, you know, to make I sure you're ridiculous. safe and everything. And to see the peep, other people must react. Yeah. Like. Insane yeah. throughout this whole thing. I'd be things. so entertaining. And so one of the portions is where you may have to yell at the children. There's a okay. code you have to push. There's a control <laughs> panel. And so everything you interact with is actually there. Oh, like there's a the levers you have to pull are really there. The buttons you have to push are really there. So you see them in your goggles, but they're also really there. 
So you have to push in this code, and it's like playing Sonic says. The robot says, here, push in this, and he makes like certain the, the, the colors flash up in a certain pattern, and you've got to repeat the pattern. And if you mess it up, he makes fun of you, and he gets frustrated <laughs> if you don't do it well enough. So, but while one member of your party is doing that, stormtroopers are shooting at you from the side, <gasps> so the other members of the party have to provide cover for that guy. <laughs> oh when my goodness. Get, when you get hit, you're, you feel it in your vest. And, oh. but it, it, it's, it's, it's interactive enough that if you get hit, like the reason we know there are stormtroopers on the side of us is because we got hit on the side of our vest. So you uh-huh. get a little tingle in your side if you're being shot from the left side. And it, one for the front if you're being shot from the front. And there's a, sort of some sort of little lava monster at some point that is scary as hell. I mean, people are like backing up against the wall because this thing is coming at them. We did. And the, one of the, the guy doing it says, yeah, everybody does that. Everybody backs away from this thing because it's coming at them. But it's really not there. But you, right. it's, <laughs> it's done so well that you can't convince your brain that it's not real. You don't have to convince your brain that it is. It's the other way. You can't convince it it's not. They've done such a good job with this. It was worth every penny, and I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I recommend it to anybody. It was so much fun. What time was your um, a reservation for? for uh, quarter of one, 12.45. Okay, and what time did, did you enter then? Did you have I to wait a little bit? I got there early because I didn't know what to do. And mm-hmm. so I got there at like quarter after 12 to ask them, okay. you know, how we handled all this. And she's like, oh, no, you're too early. Show up here five minutes before your time and we'll get you going. And I was oh, nice. suspicious of it. But we showed up five minutes before our time. And she said, here you go. And you have to fill out a little release form. And right. then they put you in a room and you watch a instructional video and then you get going. Okay. So cool. it's – and they move people steady through this thing. Uh, I think – I'm not sure if they could do groups bigger than four. I said today, no, it had to be groups of four. And they didn't add anybody to our group of three. So we went through with just the three of us. That's nice. I think if we'd have been two, they'd have added at least one or two more people to us if they they could. But three people was good, but it was just the three of us. So that was great. There was a little bit of a wait after you watch your first video and you pick out what color your stormtroopers little pads are going to be and so you can tell each other apart if one of your party's not five feet tall can i be pink yes lisa was i want to be a pink stormtrooper lisa was pink i was purple yeah it, it was excellent but yeah it was a lot of fun and it's neat because you could sort of hear the people in it while you're waiting to go in because uh-huh. there's it's like kiosk. There's no uh, ceiling to the rooms you're in. The ceiling's way high, and so it's like it's like cubicle walls. So you can hear what Sam. We can hear your laundry going through. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I couldn't hear Jeff that much. But yeah, you can I hear want- what the people ahead of you are doing. So it sort of makes it fun. The one sort of technical glitch, and I don't know how it does it in the first place. So I wasn't upset. There was a glitch. Was your hand isn't always where you see it. Like when you look at your hand, there's a lag yeah. time when you move it back and forth. But I don't know how it senses where your hand is because you're not wearing any like sensors on your hand. You're just wearing a vest. Heat recognition? Helmet. I don't know. I have no idea how they do it. But they do it. It works well enough that you can you know function like that. But that's a tiny bit of a lag. If you wave your hand back and forth in front of your face, your hand will be like all the way to the left. And the pic- you'll see your hand in the middle because there's a little lag. But 
I don't know how they do it in the first place, so it's still pretty pretty impressive. And they said everybody who goes through it is sort of blown away by it. Because I asked them what sort of response they've gotten, and they've said, yeah. And it's the kind of thing that no description does it justice until you actually experience and, it. Because it's like nothing you've ever done before. And how long is this? How long does it last? Like 15 minutes? The whole, I think the actual <laughs> adventure is about 15 minutes. The whole thing, start to finish, takes about half an hour, a little more. Okay, nice. Between getting suited up and watching the introductory stuff and all that. But you're actually in the thing. But you're exhausted when you come out. Like, if it, if the whole if the actual Mentally experience exhausted. lasted much longer than 15 minutes, you'd have been blown. You, yeah, you'd it'd be almost too much because it's so much. It's it's a lot. It is a lot going on. And you saw, we saved the Empire. We saved the, the Rebellion. So. That's well, cool. Good. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but this looks like something I would enjoy. You would. I, I, I like. Imagine. You don't have awesome. to know anything about Star oh, Wars yeah. to appreciate it. Just the technology, just, it, yeah, it's it's amazing. The whole thing is just amazing. Your uh, your comment this morning about a half, it would be some, a kid would have to be about a half a Lisa, yeah. like, <laughs> cracked me up. I was like, that, that means a kid have to be two and a half feet tall, Jeff. <laughs> They're going to have to be a little taller than, than a half a Lisa or half a Sam. Yeah, that's what she said. But yeah, she said that wasn't accurate. Maybe half a Jeff. Yeah, it was How tall like are you, half, Jeff? A, bit, a little over six feet, so. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a little more than half of me, I think. But, yeah, it's good for kids as long as they're, like I said, big enough to carry the – I'm sure if you look on the website, they'll tell you how much that thing weighs. But as long as you can carry that around. Uh, and everything is adjustable that fits everybody – Everybody, all of us are widely. The three of us are wildly different shapes, and it fit all of. They got it. There was no problem, no awkwardness. Everything fit everybody. They did a really, really good job. And how much was it? Did I miss that? I don't. Thirty dollars. Yeah, it's like thirty dollars a head, and it's a. Mm -hmm. It seems like a bargain at that because it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's it's un it's unbelievable. It was really really nuts. But, uh, and right now, tickets are only on sale till April 30th right now. Yeah, and so I, I think probably I, I release it month by month. Something that it was exp- it was extending. It might be, but tickets right now are only on sale till April oh, 30th. Okay. I looked because we were going to buy them today. <laughs> and they'll probably – my guess is yeah. they'll extend that out. You don't put tickets on sale further ahead. Yeah, I think it know, only does it so much on. at a time. Yeah. Right. For some reason. And it seems if I steady. If I remember correctly – um, when it when they first released the uh, when it first opened, tickets were only available until the end of February. I want to yes, say so. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna check tomorrow, and if tomorrow's like May first, I'm like, oh, okay. It, uh, and they were doing a brisk business. It was it was steady. I don't know. I didn't ask them if they were sold out for the day or how close they were to, like that, but they were doing a real steady business. Downtown Disney was pretty busy. Speaking of um, which, we tried to go oh, yeah. back to Downtown Disney Saturday evening. Well, we actually did go back. We didn't realize the Pro Bowl was that weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the entire, like, everybody who was playing in the Pro Bowl and their entourages were at Downtown Disney. And we wanted to go to the Edison, and the Edison was closed for a NFL private event. There was a big crowd of people taking pictures of the people entering. So I guess they might have been famous, but I, I'm not sure. That would be my were. guess, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's safe. Yeah. 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 So I think you're safe to say that. We, we looked at the famous people for a little while, and uh, then we tried to go to a few other places. And every we were there at about 6.30, and the, the closest time we could get a table would have been like 9 or 9.30 anywhere. 
So, and it wasn't fun in the least out there because it was wall to wall. It was downtown Disney was as packed as the kingdom at its busiest. I mean, you couldn't it's walk. Insane. It was insane. Wow. It, was, it was nuts. So we decided that we'd never done the boardwalk at night. And so oh, we yeah. decided to go there and do that instead. So we took the boardwalk bus to the boardwalk and hung out there for a few hours and had a great time. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Lisa got one of those hair wrap things. Oh, yeah. She cool. wanted to do oh, yes. forever. So she did that. Mm-hmm. And we watched fireworks at uh, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. We managed to watch mm-hmm. both of them. And then we took the boat to Hollywood Studios and the bus from Hollywood Studios back to Fort Wilderness for the night. So that worked out really well. It was fun. And then we got up Sunday and we were going to go back. We had a buffet breakfast at Trails Inn Sunday morning, a brunch buffet. And that's really good. The Trails Inn is some good food. I like to go. I still want to either do Trails Inn or Hoopty Doo Review. I haven't done Hoopty Doo Review in forever. You so. should do Hoopty Doo again. It is so, so much fun. fun. No, yeah, it's exactly so the same as you remember it. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's the charm of it. But it said, the whole thing is like that. It is, but but it, the whole thing was relaxed. So we were going to go back to Downtown Disney Sunday before on our way home, but. After our experience Saturday night, we were like, yeah, let's just hang out at Fort Wilderness for a little bit longer, and then we'll just leave from here. So that's what we ended up doing. And then all the way home, we looked at camper trailers on the internet. So, <laughs> Ready for, awesome. next, for your next trip. We're going to get a tiny little camper, and and we'll be one of those people next time. We'll have our own little site. And yeah, we're going to be we're going to one of those, those people. people. Yep. Sweet. Yep. It, it sold me. The funny thing is, I was sold on it before we went, but it sold my wife who's never been camping before. She is more adamant than me about going to buy one of these things. So, Aww. Yep. So it was all in all. But it was the most, it was, uh, looking back, it was a short weekend. I mean, we were down there Friday, half a Friday, Saturday, and half a Sunday. But it seemed like a long vacation. We were, all three of us seemed like it was very relaxing. And we weren't rushing from place to place because we only did that parks that one night, and then Saturday we just sort of ran around and did our own thing, and so it was it was an, it was a nice getaway. Shorter shorter trips have become my norm, you know, so I can do several throughout the year. But um, I like them better. When we went in September with the kids, we went for five nights, and or four and five nights, I think, and. By night three, I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to go home." Like this was fun, but I'm ready to go home. I think, yeah. Yeah. So you know, even when I think in general, just like five to six nights is a long time to be away from home, especially now that I have Layla. Yeah. And everything. Um, Before I had a dog, it was kind of like I could be gone for two weeks, not care. But I'm ready to get home to her and things like that. So. But I think it was what Lisa and I were thinking about Fort Wilderness was if we went back for a longer time, we wouldn't Mm -hmm. be intent on getting park tickets for every day. Right. Yeah. You know? Or if we had annual passes, we I can't imagine we would the idea of coming back take a break in the middle of the day. And like John pointed out, he's like when you come back from the parks, it's not like you come back from the parks and you're sitting in a cubicle, you know? Right. You've got this Space. wide open spaces and yeah. you sit out there. And now if it was August and there's bugs or, you know, if it was pouring down rain and you were stuck in your tent or your camper, it might not be as fun. But when it's 75 degrees and nice out, it was perfect. It was really really nice. We take the puppy. We could. Yeah. Well, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. The one thing with all the dogs, with all the yep. dogs, and there were—I mean, there were—I can't 
I can't even express how many dogs were there. It, you wouldn't believe me. It was like every third site had at least one dog, and many of them had two. But I didn't hear one of them bark. Aww, Not the entire funny. time we were there. They were the most well-behaved dogs. And if, if we were there, our Rufus would have been... Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been. But. Um. I'm not a camper. I, I don't do the outdoors. Like, yeah. my idea of camping is sitting on a patio with a drink. You yeah, see, um, that was Lisa. And you're, like, after I listened to your mini-sode, I instantly called Megan, and I was like, maybe this wouldn't be too bad, but we're, we're a 22-hour drive from yeah. Disney, so... They have a trailer that we could haul. Well, they you got to understand, it's longer camper. to drive with a trailer, too. You yeah, can't go so as fast as the road allows. It wouldn't, that wouldn't necessarily be an option for us, but I don't even know if we would want to drive with camping equipment. So we're kind of jealous that you guys are only like, we're about what, nine 12 hours? hours nine. nine hours? Yeah, we're nine hours away. Because we could stop. With, she has family along the way that we could stop and do like a longer four night but you know it takes two but full can, days for us to drive yeah. there and back so you could stay in the cabins though too and still have a similar experience yeah the cabin and you can nice. rent there's a company where you can rent an rv and they'll set it up for you yep interesting and that's not yeah. cheap either though you're almost yeah you're almost, say, no i'm sure that's not cheap, no, it's almost as much it's about as much as the cabins and you're better off yeah, in the cabins because they say, got room service or not room service, um, what do you call it? Maid service. But the the cabins, we've looked in the cabins a couple of times, and they're just, they're pricey. They like, are. for us, if we can fit into a standard room and save that $100 a night, we're probably going to do it. Yeah. Versus now, being we there. Now, we're about renting the cabins when we go down with my parents. They still want to go down next year. And if we went down with them, we would split the cabin two ways, so it would make it really reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if they I had sleep still six. had... Yeah, so they it's it's better for bigger families. But yeah. if I had a if I still had my AP discount or if there was an agent discount on it, maybe. But I'm always intrigued by Fort Wilderness. What all did you guys pack? I mean, clearly tents, and you guys brought blow mattresses or did had, you cot? We had an air or... mattress. We had Lisa and I used an air mattress, and John used a cot. We just had we had two tents, two like dome tents that we had used from Boy Scouting. And just our clothes. We didn't. I, one thing I wished I would have packed because there's electric and water and everything at these hookup sites. One thing I wish I would have packed was a coffee maker because the coffee places don't open till seven thirty and eight, and I yeah. was up before that, and there was no coffee, and it made me sad. But mm. I would, I would, I would pack a way to make coffee. So technically, too, because you had now, do the ten sites have electrical hookup as well? Yep. Okay, so you could like bring lights and yep. everything. You could have like a whole. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, there's plenty. But you of guys didn't bring any cooking or anything. You just did no. like since you were staying for two nights. But yeah. you could have. Some, could have. Because you, yeah. you get you get a grill. I know that, yeah. right? You know, like the yeah. grills you have at, like a state park. There's like yeah, the, metal, little, the black ones. Black, yeah, there's one of them on every site. Yeah, you can't build a campfire, but if you, you have can't. certain kinds of fire pits, you, the real enclosed fire pits, if you bring one of them, you can't. You can. But you can't just build like a regular campfire. Everything's too close together. Got, gotcha. There are times when they you can't do that either. I think yes. when the like the fire hazard mm-hmm. is very high, yeah, then, yeah, then they can restrict it. Well, that's all we have for this week's show and episode sixty-seven. Subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on. 
Twitter at the Mouse Life Pod and like us on Facebook. And as always, thanks for living the Mouse Life, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life. <laughs>